If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. <sighs> What's happening, y'all? This is Lecrae. All right, y'all got to clean this porch now. <laughs> this is the boy 1K Fuel. <laughs> And we just jumped off the porch with, with dirty, dirty glove, glove bastard. <laughs> <laughs> with, with dirty glove, no daddy having dirty glove bastard, no daddy having bastard. You bastard. <laughs> All right, y'all, we have 1K Few and Lecrae with us off the porch today. How are you guys feeling? Let's, we on this thing. We ready, we here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off the porch. Off Period. The <laughs> Listen, a lot of people are going to be kind of shocked to see you guys on our platform. I'm not going to lie. Word, because we wild. People don't mm -hmm. know how that, that's, I get it. Like, your, your platform, the folks who be on here be, you know, real like, like chill. Real, like kind of, you know. They, they not dangerous like yeah. we dangerous, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like we came in, y'all had to tell us to kind of put our shirts back on. You know what I'm saying? We, no, I they did don't, it. They don't know y'all been off the porch, like they don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep it mild this interview though. We gonna no, keep it mild. we don't need the mildness. We need all the energy. All right, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, starting with you, KFU, you are actually an East Atlanta native. For sure. So you got to tell us about the culture of East Atlanta in your eyes. Mm. Man, just authentic, just being authentic. It's like, if you're not really what you are, what you say you are, you're going to get pointed out real quick. So even at an early age, I even found out the lane, you know, that I was trying to go into one for me. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what really made me go in the lane I'm in right now. And then it's my real purpose because I grew up in church in Decatur. You feel what I'm saying? I knew right from wrong, but I, I always didn't choose that. And then I really just had to wake up and really choose my purpose. And really, I feel like me choosing my purpose like that is me following my roots from the east side because I'm really just following what I know and, and what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't live on both sides, the east side, the east side, something different. So <laughs> just telling you, something different. Man, now, could you give us a little insight on what life was like for you growing up? Man, just hard-headed. Uh, I was really the only one out my, all my partners who really had a mama and a dad, you feel what I'm saying, in the house. And um, I was always outside, you know, I always say, I'm going to play basketball and going to do this, but as soon as I hit the street, I'm, we on something else. And um, it was always like I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Like even when we did do what we did, go on little missions, I ain't finna incriminate myself or nothing like that. But even when we did what we did, my partners were still telling me, nah, bro, like, like they were kind of roasting me, like, bro, you know, you, you know, my dudes ain't going for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I really had to kind of wake up to that too. And, and I really appreciated that too because they kind of knew I was, the, I was the way out in a sense. So um, I really had to stay focused for the most part and really become a leader. Now, I was watching your interview and I found it very interesting that you talked about how your church was right next to a trap house. For sure. So, you know, when you're younger, you don't really realize like the significance of that. But as you're older and you look back, what would you say was the, the dynamic between your church being next to that trap house? 
The dynamic, like what you mean by dynamic? Not the dynamic, but like the significance. Like as you get older and you reflect. It, and it you allowed see. me to, bro, tell them that's how I came to the Lord. Cause I used yeah. to be trapping next door to the yeah. church. I sold the pastor everything he was For sure. doing. But For sure. the, go ahead, I'll I, tell you. I, I, I really couldn't talk about it in service. Cause you know, he, he was doing what he was doing mm-hmm. and I just had to keep it low. You feel so, me? I mean that that's really but it but the trap house church house she got a whole song about it low key. no 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 for sure but it really showed me a lot of things at a young age and you know in the culture they they may seem cool like you know drug dealing and you know seeing junkies and stuff like that i seen that at a young age and i'm not really knowing that that's supposed to be cool or whatever i'm just around that and um i don't know it just it just put something different in me like and i always grew up like around older people like i, I hung around older people so I kind of got an old soul too. So kinda, like, <laughs> like I mean, this man that's just how all it the Martin episodes. I'm telling, you, <laughs> friends, I'm telling you. Now you know we gotta ask, what age would you say you officially jumped off the porch? Officially jumped off the porch. Oh, as soon as, as soon as uh, my folks stopped forcing me to go to church. So that was probably like, like 19 or something like that. I jumped off late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 19, for real. I jumped out yeah. late. I had to wait. You had to wait. Yeah. So your parents As soon as I got that freedom, I, boy, I, he had to look both I ways. I bungee jumped <laughs> off the porch. I bungee jumped off the porch. Your parents wasn't going for none of that. Like, nah, so they nah, was nah. in the church, for real. For sure. For sure. They weren't going for none of that. Now, I find the dynamic really crazy between you and Lecrae because you grew up in the church. You were raised in the church. But Lecrae, you were not. And mm. I don't think a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. I did not grow up in the church. I did not fool with church because my grandma was big into it and she forced my mom into it. My mom was like, I'm not with that. So she was like, I'm not going to make you do what I did not like to do. So um, it was kind of good for me, though, because it helped me connect. Like when I found God, it was real and authentic. It wasn't awesome. I grew up in it. It was like, if this is real, then I'm really giving up a lot to go move in this direction. So, yeah. But the connection is dope because it's kind of like we can talk to two different sides of it. You know what I mean? He grew up in the church, but then went to the streets. I grew up in the streets and then went to the church. So it's kind of like we can talk to both sides of the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. I did not know that you grew up in the streets. Oh, boy. Listen, just don't, don't let the uh, education, don't let the smooth voice and the articulation fool you. You know what I'm saying? I, I know some big words, but uh, listen. I've I seen some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to go back to the church background, you know, as believers, we do stray away. So during your time of straying away, what would you say were some things that you were going through? Lord, again, I ain't going to incriminate myself. <laughs> uh, you got one more year, statute of limitations. I'm telling you. You got one more year, I'm then you tell y'all a real but story. Nah, but long story short, like I, I just realized that, because when I was doing certain things, it always went left for me. Like, I had partners who, who would get, get into stuff, they never get caught. Like everything I did, it never really worked. And it got to a point where I kind of took that for granted. And I feel like, you know, God was shielding me from all that. And um, I just, I took all that for granted. And long story short, you know, I'm gonna get prison time in another situation getting shot at. So if I would've kept going, I was either gonna end up dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. So I just really had to make my decision and, and, and really choose my purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. And then with you, Lecrae, um, you never, you haven't really strayed away. You was just already in the streets. Yeah. I, I look at the streets like the jungle and the church, like 
you know, like a, a, a garden. And I, I'm, I understand the garden is cool, but sometimes you got to get out the garden and go back to the jungle so you can pull more people into the garden. But, but like, yeah, I'm not one of the type of people who got scared and was like, let me run to the church. I like really investigated for myself. All my, I got my best friends doing fed time or, you know, in and out of prison, in and out of jail. And for me, I think, I don't know, for whatever reason, God just kept keeping me out of the, the I, don't, I ain't gonna say I was just too slick. You know, it was God for sure. So I, I just think I started doing some investigation and just like, if this is real, let me, let me like really dig into it. And, uh, and I think that's why I resonate with people. You know what I mean? That's why it's authentic, like Few was talking about. It's just, it's an authentic thing. When we make music, it's not church boys trying to sound street. Yeah. It's, it's people who really love God and really understand the streets at the same time. And so it's not fake, you know what I mean? And that really what made me get into it, really. Cause you know, growing up in church, you know, they'll always bring gospel rappers and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, we always like, man, what are these folks doing? Like, <laughs> we can never relate to them. And I knew I could get up there and relate. So, you know, the first time I got up there, I fell in love. Like, my partners, like they'll lit, had the whole church pipe. Matter of fact, <laughs> after, that, after that service, almost every church in the city, like we was in every church in the city going up. And um, that's how I ran into Zay. That's how I ran into Zay Tobin. And um, I got to him. And uh, it was just up from there. And so, a, lot of these, a lot of these dudes really do, like, they, they be in the church like that. They, don't, they just be, don't be talking about it. So we just ain't afraid to talk about it. You talking about Zaytoven, you talking about, yeah. you can take it all the way back to Scarface, you're some of the new artists, you Three know what I'm saying? Three Six Mafia. Three, all of them, you know what I'm saying? They be represented, talking about their faith and talking about God. It's just like, we not afraid to really go there and really just represent yeah. what we represent. It's, yeah. It is what it is. 116 for life, baby, you sure. know what I'm saying? Now, um, as we were speaking previously, you know, in your times of straying away, what would you say was y'all's like awakening to where you guys knew like, I gotta get myself together, I gotta get right? That, that right there, like, and just me, you know, my, my kids too. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Like Jimmy having a family, like having a wife and kids. Like, cause me and my wife, we had our first child before we got married. And uh, when I had my first child, I say that's really when I was like, nah, I gotta tighten up for real. Mm. Cause, um, I got, it's not about me no more. Right. I got to think about other people before me now. So I definitely say my family made me tighten up for sure, for sure. Like after, even, even after, um, you know, all the situations I went through in the street, like when I really realized I had to put people before me, that's when I really tightened up for real. Mm. I, I think I just got exposed, you know, to, to different things. So, so one, I got a, a scholarship, you know, to, to go to school and actually exposed me to a different world. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this. So how do you do this? So I, I, it, it made me realize I don't know it all. You know what I mean? When I figured out I didn't know it all, then it's like, all right, there's a different way to live life. How do, how do I figure this out? So I started asking more questions. I started going to different meetings. And then I just, you know, was like, I would go to anything. So I, I you know, I was one of them type of folks who like, I really respect, like, Killer Mike because that's the type of person that I would see myself as. Like, somebody who came from it, but I want more. I want to think. I'm a processor. So, for me, it was like, I want to be around folks who thinking about stuff and processing. Mm 
and leaders. And, uh, and it just so happened that some of them was Christians. So I just started fooling with them and they was putting me on stuff. And I was like, I ain't never thought about none of this stuff. And they just rocked with me until it opened up my eyes that like, oh, I'm tripping, I'm sleep on God for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think holds people back from, you know, leaving the streets? From leaving the streets? Money, so, um, successful at what they do. And um, a lot of my partners, they got kids too. So that's really all they know. I was about to say. That's, that's really the only lane they know. So that's I was about to say. I can't speak for nobody else, but for my, my folks, that's, that's all they know. That's what it is. It's all you know. You can't be what you never seen. You can't become what you never beheld. You know what I'm saying? So until you see something different, you know what I mean? It's like, look at Jay-Z. Like, that's how I look at it. It's like, look where he came from and look where he's at now. But when he got more exposure, then he, he expanded, he grew. And so that's how I look at it. It's like, if this all you've ever dealt with, what's going to make you want to leave it until mm-hmm. somebody show you something different? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, that's all you're going to do. I did I start learning about different things, you know, whether it's God, whether it's financial investments, whether it's whatever it is, it's like, oh, I'm tripping. Like, yeah. you know, I'll never forget, like, cause I come from a, a neighborhood that's, you know, really gang affiliated. And I remember when I first moved into, into a really nice house and I was like, bro, why am I living in this super nice house? And I, my brain keep thinking about gang banging. Like, this is dumb. Like. I'm I'm over it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you were gangbanging. I was I was affiliated. Affiliated? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. I was strongly affiliated. I mean, they would say I was a part of it, but I don't, I wasn't putting in work like they was putting in work. They'll they give me that credit, but I won't take it, because, you know, yeah. Another thing, too, mm-hmm. like, I got some partners, like, they changed with me, but, you know, everybody ain't going to have that mindset. Like, some people don't want to change. Some people don't want a different lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you, just, you can't change somebody who don't want to be changed. Right. Like, not all the time. You got to give it to God. Then. God work. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I love how you just said you got to give it to God because that's a that's an underrated blessing. I don't think we think about how easily it is to give our life to God mm-hmm. and then watch everything that we've always dreamed of unfold right in front of us. For sure. Big facts. All right, so few, we got to get into your career. Um, mm-hmm. I had watched a previous interview that you did, mm-hmm. and you spoke on not wanting to be called a Christian rapper at first, but a Christian that raps. So, so I really want you to break down that statement of what you meant by that. Yeah, so that was my mindset kind of at first, kind of like, you know, when I came in and, you know, when bro signed me like four years ago, I came in like, you know, I, I wanna I wanna just be a Christian that rap. I don't even want that Christian rap or gospel rapper stamp. Like I'm just gonna do me, like just the way I do me. But I ain't gonna lie, like during the pandemic, I really sat down and really, you know, opened up my eyes to what my purpose was for real. And you know, I just heard from God and he told me like, he gave me the sauce like to be who I was. So I don't really gotta put on for nobody. I don't gotta put on for the church. You know, I don't gotta put on for the street. You know, I just gotta walk in the lane he gave me. And ever since I've been doing that, you know, the street been rocking with me heavier, like the church been rocking with me heavier, that. like all you gotta do is just stay in your lane and follow your purpose, like that's it, that's the recipe. Now, were your friends pretty supportive when they saw you jumping into the Christian rap lane? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were supportive for sure, but I ain't gonna lie, like when it started going up, that's mm-hmm. when everybody's really believed in, you know, it's, it's the difference between supporting and believing, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I had a lot of supporters, but now everybody believing, so. That's dope to see for sure. Shoot, they still rock with them, even if they still in the streets. They, yeah. they'll oh, nah, still be on sure. the video set. Yeah. They still, yeah. they rock with them. Man. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? 
Now, how exactly did pursuing your career in rap, how did that come about for you? Um, just growing up in Atlanta, like sneaking, watching MTV, BET in the house, looking at Ludacris and Nelly and all the naked girls on TV. <laughs> and I was just inspired. Like, I got to get in the strip club ASAP, not just playing. But I, I just love rap music, man. Like, I always wanted to rap, always. Like, even growing up in church, like, wanted to rap. So, I don't know, it just, through my whole life, I just stuck with that. I, I just stayed consistent. Like, even when I was going through the trials and everything, even when, even when my own folks weren't even believing in me. And, right. you, know, you know, with me having a child on the way, with my girl folks, even them saying they weren't, you know, because I'm, I'm rapping, I ain't having no job, you know, so just me staying, staying consistent and really just, you know, like I said, giving it to God and really having that faith for real. Because, you know, you can say you're a Christian, but not have faith for real, you know. Mm. Oh, that's a lot deep. Of yeah, just because you're in the garage don't mean you're a car. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can be a, um, a lawnmower. <laughs> 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 now, who were some musical influence, influences for you growing up? Uh, tip. Um, just the whole Atlanta wave, really, like Luda, uh, Bone Crusher. Cash. Cash, what that is? Outcast. Oh, Outcast, Outcast. I never heard anybody <laughs> say Cash. <laughs> nah, Outcast for sure. Andre 3000 is the best That's rapper to ever breathe. Hands down, the best. So that's why I rock with him because we agree on that. For sure. If he didn't agree on that, we wouldn't be sitting yeah, we, here right we, now. Yeah, we wouldn't even so rap. <laughs> yeah. When you initially started rapping, did you go into rapping about your faith or were you rapping about other things? Um, I did, I did Faith Street Faith. So I started out. <laughs> you gotta I, break that, break that. I, genre I started down out, for us. you know, because I was younger, like. Uh -huh. So I, I started out, you know, recording myself on the little cassette tapes in the house. And um, that was like, you know, gospel rap. You know, my, the pastor was letting me do, you know, little songs as a child. Then, you know, I got to middle school, got exposed to drugs, gangs, and, you know, all that. And um, wanted to explore a little bit. And, you know, of course I jumped into that, talking about, you know, the street stuff and all that type of stuff. And then I got caught by my mama one time. She heard one of the songs. <laughs> but I was talking too crazy, boy. You I'll remember what you were that. saying? Yep. I was saying, I was saying all type of stuff, boy. I was telling all type of stuff what they wanted to do to me and do to him. <laughs> it was crazy, but um, yeah. And then I just went through life and realized um, my way wasn't wasn't the right way. You feel what I'm saying? So I just had to convert all the way, and the music was included with that with the lifestyle. When exactly did you start to take it serious? Uh, shoot, when I had when I had them kids. I, I, I took it into overload, like for real, for real. And um, after that, once I really like found out my purpose, like, and once I found out I had, you know, people looking up to me and really, you know, listening to what I was saying for real, that's another reason why I took it serious too. Cause like, like I said, it's bigger than me, like not only my children, but I'm having, you know, supporters and, you know, fans, little brothers and, you know, cousins really looking up to me and listening to what I'm saying. and um. It's just, I, it's a lot of people, you know, I could let down, you know, so I can't, that'd be irresponsible of me to not, to just stop, you know, so that's definitely. And what were some transitions that you had to go through, go through to get to where you are now? Transitions. 
but we had too many transitions. Which one? Which which transition? <laughs> you got to break that question down. Just like focusing in and really knowing what you've been called to do. Mm. Mm. Man, really? Was it when you was at Diddy House? Uh, no, nah, I think it was, it was it was when I was uh, seeing Chris Brown at it Diddy was House. Madonna. When I know with uh, Wiz Khalifa. It was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. No, nah, we'll just I'm just talking about when he took me to Diddy House. That's right. a different story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a true story, but it's yeah, a different not for story. Sure. But, boy, that was crazy. We, hey, we got to talk about that Can one time. Both, Let's say it right quick. Let's say it right quick. Man, and he always talking about I'm spoiled. Like, he, this man spoiled me. Like, the first tour I, I ever been on. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My life was his tour, like, you know what I'm saying, on the tour bus. That was my mm-hmm. first tour I ever been on. My first time in L.A., I went to the BET Awards and to Diddy's house. Like, Diddy threw a house party, like a, a barbecue in the backyard <laughs> full of celebrities. Jimmy Iovine, baby, right. Madonna. But the whole time, you know, bro was just telling me, all right, now this is a dream now. So after, after today, you folks ain't gonna be talking to you like that. <laughs> but nah, but it was motivation because I was like, I gotta get back here for sure. Like, you know, and, and really in my way and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the authentic way, you feel what I'm saying? And then you had another story about your transition. Another story. Dang. I, I, I lost it. I'm sorry. I feel like, no, I, I ain't trying to cut you off, but I do feel like you, because uh, when he first got signed, it was like, he was trying to find himself and figure out like what he was gonna do. He was spitting. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But then you'd really transition like, like, all right, this is what I'm finna do. Yeah, because I, I was scared to even talk like yeah. around, you know, cause that's my first time being in a pro- professional setting. Right. Like, I ain't never been around that much white people in my life. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know what to say right now. So I really had to realize that nah, like them folks really want me to be myself and really be com- comfortable. And that's the only way we gonna, you know, we gonna, if I'm a leader, that's the only way we're gonna have motion. You know, I gotta, I gotta lead, mm. you feel what I'm saying, so. Mm. Now, when it comes to purpose, I feel like a lot of us, especially the younger people, we struggle with knowing when something is our purpose. So how do you really distinguish that? You just gotta tap in like with God for real, had that tunnel vision. Cause mm. it's just a lot of distraction. It's like, you know, social media, the news, all type of stuff that, that can throw you off but you really just gotta have that tunnel vision in life and, and what you're supposed to be doing. Cause everybody got a purpose. Like nobody can say they don't got no purpose. Mm-hmm. So all you gotta do is just t- really tap in though. Like, and, and really do it on purpose. You gotta, you gotta walk in your purpose on purpose. Talk, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Bars. Yeah. Who you got around you, you know what I'm saying? Like are them people putting your flame out or putting gas on the flame, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? For sure, it's facts. Now I want to dive into the genre of gospel rap. Okay, I want to make sure gospel rap is back. I want to. <laughs> I want to make sure I say the politically correct terms because I know Christian rap, gospel rap. Which one do y'all prefer? It's all the same. It's all the same. Okay. It's all the same. We one family anyway. Yeah, it's all the same. I feel like with gospel rap, a surface level thinker would think that it's just rappers rapping about God, but it's deeper than that. And I kind of want you guys to dive into the genre of gospel rap and what it means. I'll say this, like, you could say, you know, like, oh man, that's a, 
I don't know, a trap, trap rapper or whatever, like, and your brain may think all he gonna rap about is selling drugs, but it's a lifestyle connected to that. Like, what he dealing with? Like, what's going on when his partners get arrested or his baby mama tripping or you don't get to see his kids or he running from, like, it's so much lifestyle connected to just what he doing. So it ain't just a song about selling drugs over and over and over again. And I think that's what people think about what we do is it's just gonna be like a sermon over and over. It's a lifestyle. So we talking about our struggles. We talking about our ups and downs, our highs and lows and, and how we navigate. Cause everybody got problems, everybody got issues, but it's how you deal with them. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna choose to deal with them the God way and other people not, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really the best way, really. I feel like, I be telling folks all the time, like it take more brain power to do this. Like it you, you, gotta have, you gotta have a little bit more sauce to do this and, and, and it be it though. <laughs> Yeah. Be it. Cause you can do it. it it's, 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 we got some folks that, that be doing it. It don't be it. I, I salute to them, but it don't be it. Salute to them. We yeah. gotta talk about the pressures that come with you guys being gospel artists. I feel like y'all got a lot of pressure of basically having to be perfect. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like everybody just think you're a robot and just program the, you know, but you know, it, Man, ain't nobody perfect, like, but God, you feel what I'm saying? So it's just that simple. I don't really got too much to say about it. See, he he get the privilege of not having to deal with a lot of the stuff um, that I you, I went through you hell. <laughs> they, they tried to no, kill me really. out there. It was, I come to an interview like this, they be like, why your choir roll back? No, you know no. what I'm saying? Like, man, I started, I was about to start trolling myself and just bringing a bottle of, of vodka with me and calling it holy water like I was about to just troll myself because I was so tired of them like you know what is, is you real what is this you, right, you know what I'm saying so my thing is like we not Christians because we perfect and got it all together we Christians because we are broken and we can admit we need to save it you know what I'm saying like folks don't want to admit they got issues and they're not perfect like we admit we not perfect that's why that's what make us Christian, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So we like, yeah, we need the Lord. That, and we ain't got no problem admitting that. Like, mm -hmm. we ain't too tough to, to admit that. Everybody, when they, look, if you've been locked up before, if you've been locked up before, you know them people who sitting in themselves crying out to God. That's when you know everybody human, you know what I'm saying? Everybody Dang. tough in the streets, but when they get behind them, ball, them, them walls, everybody be going to Bible study or calling out to the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Free Polo, Free King, by the way. Yeah, Free JJ, Free Nate, you know what I mean? And I will say, like how you mentioned how he had the privilege. I know whenever you started um, collaborating with, you know what they would call the secular artists, it was like a big thing with the Christians. And I really want you to give your perspective on what you thought when people were trying to get at your neck for collaborating over into the secular world. I mean, yeah, I done done songs with everybody from Ty Dolla Sign, you know, Big Crit, uh, shoot. I mean, I don't even, the list go on and on and on, yeah. like everybody. So to me, you know, it's, it's like I'm doing what's natural, what's normal for me. You know, it may not be what's normal for you, but this, I, like I said, I came from the jungle. Y'all like the garden. Y'all can stay in the garden, that's cool. I'ma go both, I'ma bridge from the garden to the jungle. You know what I'm saying? And like he said in his, in his verse, you know, uh, when you bridge in the gap, it got yeah, trolls, trolls on it. it. So yeah. the trolls is gonna come after you because they want things to be the way they want them to be. And I'm like, yeah. bro, we wouldn't be effective if we stayed doing it your way. Like, y'all do that, we need that. But somebody gotta do what we doing. And so I'm like, 
I took the flack, I took the shrapnel, but now he get to do song. You uh, you did a song with a uh, school, land strip trip, nobody cared because right. I took all the bit, bit, bop, bow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, and if they do care, oh well, because like we the only Bible some people gonna ever read. For sure. Yeah. That's facts. So dang, got- boy, hold on, you gotta let that breathe a little bit. That's <laughs> facts that right there. Yeah. Let us, let us. All right, we can continue. <laughs> so I know that a lot of artists are, you know, making gospel music, for instance, I would like to use Kanye, for mm. example. Do you guys feel like with them doing that, it's causing gospel music to be more mainstream? Um, I feel like when Cray first did uh, Blessing with Ty Dolla Sign, that's what really popped it off right. to be mainstream. Right, and that's true. And, um, but you know, even when we, we talk about, yeah, you know, he, been, he popped off with Jesus Walk, you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. If folks ain't gonna get, look, it's cool. I don't want the credit. We don't need the credit. We know what we do it for and who we do it for. You know what I'm saying? Like, we appreciate it everywhere, celebrate it nowhere. That's just what we do. It is what it is. But I I do know, and you know who y'all is. I do know some of y'all was influenced by what we do mm-hmm. and y'all in the mainstream. And that's so. cool because we grateful. We glad the message is getting spread. But, you know, that's cool. They don't have to give us the credit. We still going we gonna to be right here. So Now, what are some things that you guys would like to shed light on when it comes to the gospel rap genre? Man, it's, it's some hard folks that do it. Like, I feel like when it, it got the stereotype on it, you know, it's, that's church rap. You know, they ain't really ain't really riding for real, but boy, like if you tap in for real, like we got too many folks going crazy. That boy, 1KP Sun, Aha Gazelle, that boy, what up, RG? You know, we got everybody, bro. Like we got Star too Ringo. many. Star Ringo, like we got too many, like yeah. going Trip too Lee. crazy. Trip Lee. Too crazy. Even like, that, he an OG, you know what I'm saying? Hovey, you know, Atlanta going, going stupid too. Going you know dummy. It's, it, you can't deny the talent. It ain't no denying the talent. It's just that folks, it's the stigma. You know what I'm saying? It's people like put us in a box and they, they don't want to listen because they like, I think I already know what that's about. Like, I do the same thing. So I, you know what I mean? Like I went to a hockey game for the first time. I don't never want to go to no hockey game. Why would I ever want to go to a hockey game? Right. The only thing black in a hockey game is a puck. But I still went and I was like, this is hard. Like I loved it. I was like, I gotta come to another hockey game because yeah. I just had a stigma in my brain about what right. it was gonna be like. I think that's how people, until they listen, they like, I'm cool on that. But then they listen, they like, Shh. yeah. But y'all going crazy. That's hard. Yeah. And you guys have been doing this for a minute, so that leads me to ask: How have you guys managed to stay consistent within this genre, even with? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With it being overlooked at times. Well, it's, it's really, it's, it really show what you were in it for, really. Because when I was doing it, well, not when I was doing it, but as I'm doing it, I'm not really in it for to be the, you know, huge or the, the biggest, you feel what I'm saying? That's the goal for sure, because we, we got to go big for the biggest, you feel what I'm saying? But I was really in it for a real reason, for a real purpose, and that's to really show people that somebody like me coming up from the church and really, you know, having that real relationship with God for real, you can still pop it, you can still be yourself. You can mm. still walk with your purpose. 
And that's really the main reason I'm doing just to show people that now, like I'm, I'm telling you I'm a gospel rapper. Like I'm telling you folks what's going on, like, and they rocking with it. So, and I'm not scared to say it. So, and you know, doing the folks who be rocking with us too, it's like, I don't know what people think. Like, it's people who watch off the porch who rock with our music. It ain't like you be thinking it's church mothers. It ain't church mamas because they don't rock with us like that. You know, they don't really be playing us on gospel radio like that. Right. So the people who tapped in are tapped in because they they relate to what we got going on. So it's kind of like folks would assume that, you know what I'm saying, we on tour with Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin ain't taking us on tour. You know what I'm saying? We do our own tours. And when you come in the crowd, you see people who look just like us. You know what I'm saying? And they be sold out, packed out of folks who look just like us. And and talk just like us and walk just like us and think just like us, you know what I'm saying? And it's so it's like, it's like that's why we've been do, able to do it so long. Cause we got like real people who, like he's saying, we do this for a real reason, real purpose for real people, you know what I mean? And how would you guys describe the current state of gospel rap right now? It's going up, upward, northern, stuck, telling you. Roller coaster. That's, that's the state of gospel rap right yeah. now. Stuck. You said, you mentioned it before, gospel rap is bad. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> now, I really want to know how you guys cross paths with each other. Boy, first time, um, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to put you down. So, I had don't a song. Mean the story, because I don't even know if I know the story. Really, really, Church Gone Wild. Oh, okay. Church okay. Gone Wild went crazy. That, that was one of the beats they told me. He gave, man, shout out to boys. They told me. That was one of the very first people who gave me a chance. And um, one of the beats I had to his song was called Church Gone Wild. And um, it got played on, you know, the gospel station. It got played on V103. You know, it got, it got a lot of love in the city. And um, at the time, he was working on his album, All Things Work Together. And they had a lot of producers from Zaytoven, Metro Boomin, Honorable C-No, a lot of producers. And um, I just so happened to hit up, you know, Biz. And I don't really believe in coincidence, cause you know, it, everything be God. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I hit up Biz and that's the, you know, the head engineer at Reach. So any artist who want to get signed to Reach Records, hit up, hit up Biz. <laughs> Biz on, inbox on gonna be flooded, gonna be trash. <laughs> and, um, nah, so I hit him up and, uh, you know, I was just trying to network. I was just trying to get in, trying to work. And uh, it just so happened, they was working on that and he invited me to the studio. So I came up to the studio and, um, you know, the first song I cut with this song called Hammer Time. And uh, he ended up using that for the, the, one of the lead singles for All Things Work Together. That's right after Blessings too, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and just happened from there. And that's when I, that's when I first met him. And um, it just- I had known about him, but, but I, didn't, I didn't know like what he could really do. And then he just came to the studio and went crazy. And I was like, bruh. And then we cutting edge too. We don't like doing what, cause a lot of times in the gospel or Christian music space, sometimes stuff be a little bit behind the times. And we was like, man, trap is up right now. So like, why would we not have that sound? You know what I mean? And that's what he was on. So it was, it was a no brainer. It worked, you know what I mean? Now, in what ways were, are you guys able to market yourself in a way where your music is for everybody? It's for everybody. I'm about to say, Jesus for everybody. You I'm feel me? <laughs> Not for real, it's for everybody. For yeah, sure. I mean, I just think you make it authentic. Just be yourself, because it's something for everybody. Like, you may not, like, when you listen, you may listen to, I don't know, like, Juice World don't sound like Moneybag, but it's something, but it's something, but you know about both of them, it's something for everybody. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you just find your lane and you rock with it. And so, for us, it's like, 
I don't know. We're not trying to, like, I think people always feel like they got to, like, Christians feel like they got to, like, add extra PR mm-hmm. to get, like, people to really care. And I'm like, right. bro, we got the real truth. We Say, got the gems. We got what people really need. We got the hope. So it don't, we don't need no extra, like, like, we just need to do what we've been called to do. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, when mm-hmm. I woke up and really stopped saying, like, I'm just a Christian to rap, when I really start stamping, like, nah, I'm a gospel rapper, like, and really started to stand on that. And um, man, folks really rocking with that for sure, man. Like, and you know, a lot of people, you know, they confuse, you know, gospel rap with the ch- like with, with the church, with church. Cause you know how yeah. church can judge you. And right. you know, they think, you know, just cause they listen to that, you, they gonna get judged and stuff like that. But nah, it ain't even like that. Cause we, we kind of fight the same battle too. When we go to these churches and perform, you know, we, we fight too uh, with people judging us. So, I mean, yeah. it's for everybody. Like at the end of the day, it's for everybody. Yeah. Now we have to get into you guys' debut joint project. Man, no, no church in a while out no right now. No church in a while! It said no church in a while, but we've been wildin'. It's not a game. Uh-huh. It's not a game, people. If you I'm sleep. I've been on top for a while, gotta let my crowd in. Wake up. Telling ya. <laughs> hey, wake up. You still sleep. Wake up. Listen, y'all. Wake up. It's the title for me. Mm, it's so. the title for me because so, a lot of us have not been to church in a while. Dang, we made it for you. So, so we, ma- nah. we dedicate this album to you. And even coming from me personally, like that was when I really found God for real was when I didn't go to church for a minute and really had to step out on my own yeah. and not really having nobody to tell me or force me or shove religion down my throat. And I really had to find that relationship with God, you feel what I'm saying, for myself. So. Yeah, that that's how it relate to me personally. Yeah, church ain't no building, man. Tell it's not you. a building. It's a people. Church. We the church. You know, what I'm church saying? right so now. We was we just had our uh, we did a little re- release party, a little soul food Sundays, and it was like gold grills getting made. Shout out to Scotty ATL. You know what I'm saying? Free tattoos, one one six tattoos, fried chicken. You know, macaroni and cheese, us rapping, my homie Tadashi teaching. But see that, and that was that was like that's church for folks. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't got it wasn't about a building. It was like it's about who's in the building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I ain't gonna lie. When I heard that forever rolling tag, I forever must have uh, flew yeah. out my chair. Shout out forever rolling, man. Hey, the first time we met. Like that was what we cooked up. Like yeah. we matched. Like it was, it, it was authentic. Like it was meant to be. Buddy, hard. He too hard. So I'm saying, like, why would we not want the same producer that do stuff for ESTG or Moneybag? Yo, why would we want anything? Like we want the good stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Why would so, we come soft? We supposed to come hard. Tell me. And you guys also had Zaytoven on there as well. Zay. And I know you guys go way back. Not on the him. project though. Not on the project. Not on the project. Sorry. But. Um, he, he supporting, though. Yeah. He supporting, though. That's my brother, for sure. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Zay gonna so, always be family. He might as well be on the project. For real. His influence was there. We felt you in spirit, though, Zay. For you sure. We did a whole project. A lot of people think he made Wildin', though. Oh, for real. I can see that because yeah. of the flute. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay, yeah, sorry. That's why. Oh, <laughs> like, good, Zay good. told me was on oh, the project. Um, but I do want to ask you guys, what did you want people to take from this project? Man, you can be yourself, man. Like, you can really come as you are. Yeah. You know, like, man, the Bible say come come as you are. Mm-hmm. So you don't gotta put on for these folks. Like, you don't gotta worry about people judging you or, you know, think about what you got going on. Like, the only person you gotta get right with is God, man. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, so 
Yeah. yeah. I heard I heard Key Glock say uh he pray but he don't go to church. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like when we made this project, it was for folks like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like like you struggling with church, with church people probably, but you still want to be connected to God. And so we just trying to help people tap in to that relationship with God, you know, relationship over religion. So maybe you'll end up going to a church, maybe you won't, but at least we can, you know, encourage you to like really dig deeper into your relationship with God by being honest about because we struggle too, you know what Dang. I mean? So it's like- anybody know robot? You know what I mean? So right. yeah. And as we come into the new year, Few, mm -hmm. what's up next for you? Man, look, big thing. We got the what we got. We got the amusement park about to come out. Mm -hmm. We about we, we got the uh, the Victoria's Secret line it's for the going, ladies. It's going up. Ooh. It's going up. It's and, um, it's, pra it's called prayer cloth. Ooh. It's going crazy. It, it's out of here too. Prayer cloth. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even hold that one before you retarded. <laughs> nah, uh, man, music, music, and more music, man. We're going up, man. Like, it's just the beginning. It's the beginning, like, for everything. So, we're going up. So, expect music hits, bangers. Yeah, album so, coming. Album on the way. I ain't going to spill too much beans, Tour. but album on the way. We're as I am on the road. Way. You know what I'm saying? For so, sure. we're coming to a city near you. So, come as you are. You, you did. You know what I'm saying? Come as you are. You yeah. did. Unashamed Tour. It's going to be litty, lit, lit. Yeah. And really quick before we wrap up, I do want you, Lecrae, to talk about your prison ministry. Yeah. I mean, look, to me, ministry is where your feet are. So everybody got to, it's like, I'm just doing what is natural for me. You know what I'm saying? My pops was in and out of prison, all my, my friends in and out of prison, cousins. Like, those are real people behind the walls. You know what I mean? So for me, it's not like, well, let's go do prison ministry. You know, it's like, let's go serve the people that we love and care about right. and somebody's son, somebody's daughter. So for me, it's been, that's just something I'm passionate about. You know what I mean? Um, and want to, to make sure people are advocated for, because I got a homeboy who spent, you know, uh, half his life in prison and he was innocent. You know what I mean? So he didn't have anybody to advocate for him. And, 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 and when he finally did, he got out and then, you know, people being mistreated. So it's like, how can we help them? And then they just feel forgotten. So just programs, we can create programs. We bring people masks during COVID. Um, we did do a lot of stuff. We do concerts, you know, we done done, we've been in like all the prisons around the country doing live shows. When, when the album come out, the first people that got it was people who was incarcerated. They got it a week before everybody else did because, you know, the first will be last, the last will be first. That's so, hard. you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's just, hard. that's just how, it's just being like, that's what I feel like to me, that's what the church should be doing. We are the church, so we're doing the work. You know what I mean? It ain't, that's really it. All right, y'all. Any last words or shout outs? 1K Fuel is the future. Gospel rap is back. You feel me? You dig. Y'all yeah. follow me at 1K P H E W. Yeah. Don't be fake. Yeah. Because you, you just heard me say it. Yeah, follow him. For real, he'll take you somewhere. I don't know where he's going to take you, but he'll take you somewhere. East, what what that boy Rich Homie say? Aretha Franklin, East Atlanta. Baby, I'll take you to that. I know that was the wrong lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. Young boy got bands on me. Mama just laid hands on me. Last year, out down bad, but got happy plans for me. Calling plays like.
Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.